Hi everyone. Hi girlies. Welcome back to episode two of Walk in My Shoes. Hope you're well. Thank you so, so much from the bottom of my heart for the love on the first episode. Guys, I had over 500 followers on the podcast in a day. Never thought it would happen, but here we are to tell the tale and to be back for episode two. So I think I've made it a routine of every Wednesday there will be a new podcast out and this one is juicy. The questions were so good, the dilemmas, you're going to be shook. You're going to be like walking being like, he did what? She did, huh? Sorry now, sack it off. So I'm really excited. Let's get into it and I hope you enjoy. It's debrief my week time. How are we, Hans? So listen to me. This is debrief my week where I tell you about my week. And this week, I'm talking about the week before your period, right? What I mean by this is we get our periods. Yes, they can be bad. Cramps, bloated. I look like I've had four kids in about two days. But what I do mean is like the week before... So when I'm like a week before my period, right, I'm all over the shop. I could eat the Aldi food shop, not even just the bread aisle, the chocolate, everything, even mushrooms. And I hate mushrooms. I'm starving. My head's pounding. And I know my period's coming, loves, but I'm like, what is going on? Like, I cry at everything and anything. You tell me that your grandmother bought you flowers, I'm in a heap as if I watched the Titanic. I don't even know. So like, why does no one talk about the week before your period? We all talk about our period, like, oh, I'm on my period. But I find that the week before my period is worse than my actual period. Anyone else relating? Because I get like the worst headache on the side of my mouth, side of my head, not my mouth. It's as if like a chimpanzee is banging on the banana tree trying to get the last banana. That's the way my head is pounding. And I also feel like I'm aching. I'm just emotional. I feel like all over the shop. And I feel, why don't we speak about it more? I feel like periods are taboo subject in general, which I can understand because half the whole of the, oh, wait now. What I mean is, half of the entire universe has a period. So why aren't we more willing to speak about it? Listen, I would tell an old man in the shop I'm on my period. Now, I obviously wouldn't for cautious reasons. But if I have to talk about it, I I will. Because, like, I've had a period for my entire life. I started it young. Here's a period story. Will I get into it? Right. (laughs) This is the first time I got my period. Please let me know your first time period stories. Right? set the scene day before the exam to go into secondary school do you know that little shitty one we all have to do yeah I'm very emotional right I feel as if someone hasn't put my favorite film on Disney Channel do you know when they do Disney Channel five o'clock camp rock be there I'm like so excited I feel like they've cancelled it I'm hormonal I'm crying about everything I want to eat half of Auntie Nellie's you know, the sweet shop. And I'm like, what is going on? So I go downstairs and I'm like, Debbie, this is my mother, by the way, for people who don't know. 
I'm like, something's not right. She's like, you're probably just a bit tired and overwhelmed about the exam. I'm like, I don't give a crap about the exam. We all know we sit down, write what we think is right, and we never find out the answer. I cannot tell you if I failed pass or wasn't supposed to be in the school. But anyway, so I'm like, right, I probably am, even though I was nowhere near nervous. Then anyway, go to bed. Wake up in the morning feeling like funky. Like I feel as if I've been dragged through a bush backwards. That's how I feel. And I go, <laughs> I remember I walk into the toilet right completely forgetting about the period talk I just had my parents two months prior in the living room while I'm eating a bag of popcorn yeah that's how my period talk went how was yours and I'm there and I'm I drop my knickers to go for a pee and there's blood I'm like nah I'm on my way out to die I completely forgot that periods were a thing I'm screaming calling my mother mother comes in she's like Rosie oh my god you're a woman you've started your period I'm like Oh my god, why is my vagina so sore? I'm not messing. I've never experienced pain like it. And I get very bad periods, and I I always have since the day I got them. I remember telling everyone and anyone the day I got my period that I got my period. I was like, how are you? Yeah, I just got my period, so I'm very emotional. <laughs> like, you swear, if Academy Awards were going out for who could tell I got my period better, I would have won it, hands down, full of crowd. So <laughs> I just couldn't get over it. So yes, anyway, what I mean to say is pre-periods are not good. They're sore. They're hormonal. We feel like killing the postman for not arriving sooner with our sheen order we've waited two weeks for. That's how bad our periods can feel. So if you are suffering with your period the week before like me, honeys, let me know. Drop me a DM and we can talk about it together. That is Debrief My Week. Girlies, let's get into my thoughts. So I asked you this week what you thought my thoughts were on a particular topic. And let me tell you, this week is juicy. So sit back and get listening, honeys. (laughs) So Rosie, what are your thoughts on being friends with an ex? Oh, I love it. It's controversial. We love to see it. So for me personally, I don't think I can be friends with an ex. However, I have never had to be friends with an ex. I've actually, crazily enough, never had an ex. So I don't really know my opinion. Well, I do. (laughs) Let's get into it. For me, Being friends with an ex is because you have a connection to them. You have such a storyline with them that it's kind of hard to let them go. So I can see why people stay friends with an ex because they are a person that's been in your life for so long. And maybe they're an emotion attachment to you that you simply can't get rid of. However, I do think that being friends with an ex can be extremely toxic because say now you and Sam broke up, right? And you talk to Sam. Oh, hi, Sam. Not like we broke up last week. How are you, bestie? And then Sam in three months has a girlfriend called Clarice. I'm like, "Mm," I would get to the point of jealousy that I'm like, 
here we go about to start an argument so I think sometimes it's better left just the way it was if you were together five years and you decide to quit and like not quit (laughs) I'm done goodbye but no as in if you decide to break up then it was for the best of the relationship and sometimes you grow apart so therefore you probably shouldn't be friends not saying you can't be acquaintances we love to see acquaintances girlies we really do but friends is a different thing friends know about your life your mom's phone number how to get into the house if there's no one around in a good way like to let the dog out or something how to water your plants and keep your room tidy like your friends are there for anything and everything like i would jump out of a plane with my bestie if she asked me to however i would not jump out of a plane with my ex does that make sense am i making sense here so i think sometimes it genuinely does depend on the reason listen if you broke up and you can be besties and like hang out with each other's boyfriend and girlfriends fair play clap i'm clapping for you because i really could not i'd probably want to punch her and him and me so that's my own kind of feelings though but i do actually know a couple that split up became really good friends and now like hang out as a four with their new boyfriend and girlfriend every day i ask myself how they've done it but here the willpower was there and they managed to push through so for me i couldn't be friends with an ex but let me know could you be friends with your ex and why could you or why couldn't you so that is my thoughts on being friends with an ex Rosie what are your thoughts on Crocs listen if you want to wear Crocs wear Crocs but if I wore Crocs I'd look mental my feet are a size 8 to start with a woman's size 8 is like the BFG gone wild I have big feet and I feel like if I wore if I wore Crocs they'd look like clogs you know the thing the Swedish people wear I couldn't do it I am not a fashionista by any mean shape or form and I know people that could rock a bin bag from Aldi but I can't I simply can't so I know when to hold back and Crocs are the thing I hold back in I just listen I actually know a good few people that love Crocs and they look class in them but I think God said to me hun not today you're not gonna look good today and I I took his advice I did I said do you know what you're right I'm not gonna look good in neon crocs so what I'm gonna do is I'm not gonna wear them I just cut listen listen it's just not me huns I couldn't do it if you paid me so for me my opinion on crocs or thoughts on crocs are beautiful accessory if you can pull them off but if you're me say la vie i can't <laughs> so that is my thoughts on crocs so 
So now, girlies, it is boy talk. This is my faves. I love boy talks because boys are just a drama in themselves. And I'm here to listen, learn and tell you what to do, huns. Let's sort them out together and get them on straight and narrow to being lovely boyfriends who surprise you every week with some flowers or your favourite chocolate from the shop. Let's sort them out together. Girls, we're starting off juicy. Hi, Rosie. My best friend has just recently told me that my boyfriend has been seeing another girl since August. What should I do? Believe the boy I've been with for four years? Or believe my friend who I've known for longer? I think... Nah, suck it off. If that was me, right, and say I seen my friend and she's like, listen, Rosie, Adam's been seeing someone for nearly six months. I don't know whether to soccer punch the wall, run a marathon to his house so I can knock him out, or just ask him. So if I was you, right, I think that you need to take this really, really responsibly because you could be treading the unnatural ground here and get yourself into a lot of trouble and a bit of, just a bit of franticness, do you know what I mean? So what I would do is I would ask your friend, how do you know? Where'd you get the info? How'd you find out? Let's sort this out. Let's get let's get to the primary source. Remember, third year history, primary source and secondary source. Where was the primary source so we can get to the secondary source? You need to know everything before you approach your boyfriend. Because if you go to your boyfriend, be like, Damien, have you been seeing Clarice since August? And Damien doesn't even know who Clarice is, never met her, and you're sounding deranged, then you're in a bit of sticky situation. So what you need to do is ask your friend first how she got the information. Was it from a friend? Was it from an ear to an ear? Because people can talk. And sometimes when they talk, it's not always right. Like, I've heard that my neighbours or whoever has had like five kids when she literally lives by herself. So it's really strange. Not that I have a neighbour, but you know what I mean? Like, it's just all over the shop. So what I'm saying is that like, sometimes your information can be false it might not be true so you're kind of like what is going on so my tip for you sweetheart would be get all your information let's go into the wikipedia history just to make sure we have everything we need before we address what's going on then when you go to your boyfriend be calm collected just feel like yes I'm asking you because people have been saying it like I really need to know an answer. Hon, if he says he has, sack him off. Sack him off right there and then. I mean it. Walk out the gap and never look back because that should never happen. And I feel so sorry for you if it does happen. But if it doesn't, then you kind of have to look at it from both angles. Your friend was just being worried, like wary of you, didn't want to see you get hurt as every friend does. We've been there with some friends and boyfriends and their boyfriends don't always seem like they deserve our best friend because we obviously want the best for our bestie but they keep them happy so we obviously go along with the relationship however then if your boyfriend is seeming a bit sketchy then maybe she is right and that he is wrong and he is doing the dirty so you really need to be careful but you also need to be ready for whatever the outcome is so I hope it goes okay for you bestie Mind yourself, let me know, keep me updated 
and guys stop acting like dopes hi rosie i hope you can help me a boy that i kissed one night told people that we had sex and now doesn't even talk to me in school what should i do i'm feeling lost and confused I just feel like that is just so disrespectful. Like, why would you even dare do that to someone? Because at the end of the day, you know the truth. Is he... Listen, you have to think about it, right? Boys talk. Boys chat. Locker room chat's a thing. Whether we like it or not, it's going to happen. So, sometimes you need to go to the mouth of the person that said it. Say, now, you went on a night out. Say it was like a club. You're dancing. You're a few vodkas in and you want to smooch. Hun, don't deny yourself a smooch. And then you kiss him. And then he goes back to the lads and be like, here, lads, oh my God, you won't believe we had the best night of our lives. When literally all you did was put your little tongue in his little mouth and that was the end of the story. But Peter wants to keep going. So I think if I was you, I would be very conscious of the situation. You obviously know what happened. But it's obviously hard to think about people not knowing the truth because sometimes the truth doesn't always come out straight away. So if I was you, I would go to him. I actually would. I'd go to the person who you kissed and tell him. Be like, listen, why is everyone saying that something else happened when it didn't? We know what happened. You know what happened. So why are you lying? Ego is a big thing within teenage boys it's inevitable we they always want to seem better than what they are when in all honesty we're just all the same so for him to have a big like hoo-ha and think that he's done something crazy when he hasn't probably would get him a bit more popular when it's stupid that that isn't that that even is a popular thing like something like that should be so intimate and so important to two people instead of them bragging about it in a locker room or to the lads like I can't I can never understand that but yeah that is the society we live in so it's what we're gonna have to put up with for a few years ladies hopefully not forever so if I was you go to the boy go to that walk up to him right I'm gonna tell you what to do walk up to him be like listen hon we need a chat remember in love island can I pull you for a chat but this one's a serious one I'd be like I've been hearing certain rumors that we did something that we didn't you know the story I know the story so I want you to speak honesty did you tell him that and if he's like yeah well and be like well you need to tell him different at the end of the day we both know what happened so the truth needs to come out therefore you are being a boss you're being the like you're being in charge of your own story and you're just setting him right because sometimes they just need to be told and they need to listen they're not always going to listen, girlies, but we need to make sure they listen sometimes. So, hon, I am so, so sorry that that happened to you and it should never happen to anyone. But really do go up to him, tell him the story, be like, hon, you know what happened. I know what happened. At the end of the night, I didn't kiss you. We didn't do anything else. I just went home for my garlic chips and cheese. So I hope you get it sorted, hon, and just keep your head held high and give me a DM and let me know. Lots of love. Rosie I need your help a few weeks ago I was ghosted completely out of nowhere I was texting the boy for nearly three months met up a multiple month multiple Jesus that was a bit of a tongue twister occasions and he literally stopped texting me out of nowhere what do I do how do I cope 
So, hon, don't feel like you're the only person in the world that's been ghosted. Because funnily enough, ladies, I've been ghosted. So, ghosting is actually more common than what you believe. However, people feel embarrassed by it so no one talks about it. I'm very open with how I was ghosted and I tell my friends, I tell anyone who asks me if they were ghosted that I've been ghosted because at the end of the day, it should be spoken about because you feel as if you've done something, you've no clarification on what you've done and they just leave you out of nowhere with no word of warning. So my story of being ghosted, what happened was, I met this boy on Tinder. By the way, this is not Adam. (laughs) Totally different boy, happened nearly three years ago, but I'll never forget it because it literally had me heartbroken for months. Trust issues were really made during this time. So I met up, like we matched on Tinder, got on really well, FaceTimed and everything, girls, calls, everything. And we met up, he collected me. I was like, he was in first year college, by the way. So I already thought I was winning because I was in sixth year. I was like, oh my God, I'm dating college dude. Do you know what I mean? I was like, girls, by the way, he's in college. (laughs) I thought I was the bee's knees, but I was literally not. Anyway, so he collected me, met up multiple times, got on really well. Like he knew I was a catch. I already knew I was a catch, but he knew. And we were getting on great. Like we had a few kisses. We were chatting about like getting together. I I was very much like, yes, we're going to be a relationship. So it kind of started getting funny when his Snapchats or his texts were taking longer than a few hours. Like I'm used to not texting people for a while. I am the shittest texter. Ask anyone i literally i go off the face of the earth I, my mom's like rosie where were you i'm like sorry hon i'm knee deep in an episode of how to get away with murder on netflix so good highly recommend so anyway he didn't text back for a few days like few hours and then it was a few days and then i just didn't hear from him so i sent him a text because i was like oh my god has something happened and he was like, no, everything's good. I've just been really busy. And I'm like, hon, there's 24 hours in a day. God knows how many minutes. Just give me a quick text back. Doesn't kill ya. Then the text got longer and longer. And at the end, I was waiting three days for a reply and never, ever got one to this day. Um, I completely understand. I cried to my mom. And that's truthful. I went into my mom. My mom was like, how's so-and-so? And I was like, girl, he sacked me off and everything like I was like, he didn't even text me back. And my mom was like, oh my God, my mom was ready to kill him. <laughs> Not before me. So anyway, it was horrible. And how you deal with it is just you get on with it. You get on with your life and you don't think about them because they clearly didn't think about you in that process. I actually would have preferred to text me and like, listen, Rosie, I don't see this going anywhere. I'm so sorry. I really hope like you're okay. Mind yourself, whatever. But no, he just decided not to text back and I just couldn't like fathom it. I genuinely thought it was me as a person that made him feel like that. But no, it was just him being an absolute dope. So please don't feel sorry for yourself. Don't be thinking it's you because I put my money on it that it's not. It's just lads are so stupid with their brain process when it comes to those things. So three things I actually did to help me getting over ghosted was first I realized I was not the problem. In fact, it was him. Second of all, I met my friends, spoke openly and honestly about it. So therefore you can get just a lot of support during the time because it's actually a really difficult time to be ghosted and not know why and you feel quite lost. 
and also do something for you so whether you take yourself on a date go to the cinema or buy yourself something nice online just treat yourself as a little pick-me-up because at the end of the day no one's going to treat you like yourself so just remember that i was ghosted too it's a horrible feeling but it will pass and you will find someone absolutely lovely like i did and i'm so grateful that that boy ghosted me because now i'm actually with someone that i really do adore and he treats me really really well so i believe everything happens for a reason however don't mind him hon you're beautiful you're gorgeous and you are worth more than you would imagine so don't mind him get on with your life honey and keep your what's it called crown held high so hon don't worry Okay, my gals, it's now Girl Talk, where we're going to talk about just girly things. We love to see it. We love girly talks, chats, honest conversation about pure things that we want to chat to as girls with your bestie, which is me. So let's get into it. So the first one is what time do you feel is a good time to start shaving? Oh, lads, I have (laughs) some story time for this one. I giggle every time because I just can't believe I did this. So when I was 13, I think it was 13 that I started shaving. So I had a razor. My mom was like, listen, if you want to start, you can. If you don't, you're fine. But like my armpits were looking like the Amazon rainforest. So I think it was time to grab the old shaver. Um, and I was like, okay, no hassle, whatever. Went into the shower, had a bit of Dove, you know, the shampoo, whatever, body wash. And I was like, oh my God, I'm going to shave. So I shaved everywhere, including you know what, right? <laughs> and I was like, oh my God, I am now officially a woman. And I, what, like I went downstairs after I'd shaved, like with a towel on, <laughs> walked in on my mom and dad watching like TV, like the chase or something. And I was like, guys, just to let you know, I have now shaved my entire body and I am a naked rat. And my mom and dad were like, sorry? And I was like, I've shaved. Like I made it as if it was the queen's speech. Like this is something that everyone should listen to and know about. And like, no one cared. And my mum was like, Rosie, I don't think you should have told us you shaved, love. And I was like, but I wanted to tell you, in case you were knowing, I am as bald as a rat. And my dad just had a face as if he'd been hit across the face with a pan. Like, it just didn't drop. His jaw was so far down on the floor, I had to pick it back up and put it back together. Like, it was not good. So... To be honest with you, I was 13. But I don't think you should feel the pressure of when to start shaving. I know people that are kind of like, they shave once a fortnight. I personally shave every night, but that's because my razor is in my shave. My razor is in my shower. So I feel more obliged to like shave. But I also feel better when I shaved because... I get such dry skin that I moisturize and I feel like it just helps. That's my own mindset now. Everyone's different. So don't feel pressured into doing it because at the end of the day, like everyone's timeline is different. Sure, you could be 15 and your hairs could be so like light on your body that you wouldn't even feel necessary to. Or you could be 13 and you actually are like prone to having a lot of hair. So you could feel, oh my God, I really want to do it. I feel quite self-conscious. 
so it genuinely depends i started at 13 a lot of my friends i know did start at 13 however i know a few friends that didn't start shaving properly like everywhere everywhere till they were like 16 17 so it genuinely is up to you love and don't feel like you have to fit into everyone else's criteria of when you should start because there's no point of doing that either so for me it's whenever you feel comfortable and you feel ready and just go with it don't ever feel like you have to fit into society's criteria because listen love i announced it at 13 and my parents are still traumatized to the day so yeah hi rosie i was wondering if you had any tips and tricks on how to feel more comfortable within groups how to actually fit in and not feel like you're changing to suit the people around you oh this is so like true like don't we all like alter ourselves sometimes to fit into a group we don't even really like so I have experienced this firsthand I feel like I changed myself to suit a group once and I'll never do it again and I can feel the pressure girls succumb to to feel like oh I have to fit in so I'm gonna act a certain way when you could be trying to do that and the group could be so nasty so what is even the point what I would say to you is my biggest thing that I've done growing up is not care I've been myself through and through since the age I came out of the womb which is zero like I just wanted to be myself and I want to be authentic in who I am as a person so if you feel like you're altering yourself to suit a group of people then you're obviously not being yourself so therefore perhaps the group isn't for you and I would actually rather be alone and understand myself than be around people who don't understand me at all and we need to think about this more that when we grow up as people especially in times of secondary school we put ourselves under a lot of pressure to like fit in and have a group so we can sit with people at lunch when in all respect sometimes that group could actually be your toxic trait and they'd actually don't bring out the best in you perhaps the worst so i feel like you should not ever change for anyone and you should be who you are and how you can do this is join different groups chat to different people when you're in groups and college and stuff like that sit down next to someone you haven't sat next to before it could turn out that they're your best friend in three years down the line you could be like you know what that girl i'm walking my shoes was so good and so correct i love rosie i'd be like thanks so much hon um no i'm being serious though Sit next to someone you've never sat next to before. Make conversation with people you don't usually do. Put yourself in a position that you are allowing yourself and being comfortable with making new friends that could perhaps be the best people for you in your life. My two best friends are from totally different opposites of the world. Like one of them is so different to one another, but yet two of them together, the three of us are actually such like, we're like Donna and the Dynamos. Like we just get on so well. And it's mad to me because they've just been my backbone through, through and through in life. And they actually were not in groups. I've actually never been a group person. Personally, myself, I love individual people. I have a lot of best friends, but I wouldn't have a lot of groups. And I'm actually really happy with that and quite content. So for me, I met those two girls by talking to someone different. Those two people are now people that I will trust with my entire life. So a tip I would give you is to branch out. 
sit next to someone you've never you've never sat next to before make conversation with daily people that you see but you never make like an effort with and watch how your life changes because they will see the best version of you the version that you want people to see instead of changing yourself for a group that will never actually see the true you if you're changing yourself to fit them so therefore my ladies please be true to yourself be authentic in who you are and never change for anyone because you are put on this world for a reason so therefore you never should change girls this is the end of the second episode nah sack it off i hope you enjoyed i find it really enjoy like i actually really enjoy me there i find it really enjoyable nah girl you made the podcast you're obviously going to enjoy it but i really enjoyed the questions the dilemmas it was a bit different it was really interesting so i'm gonna leave you with a quote i hope you enjoyed and i'll see you next week on wednesday i am amazing i can do anything I choose to be positive. I know my worth. I will succeed. Girlies, it's been an absolute pleasure. I'll see you soon. Lots of love. Rose.